0: Welcome to the X-Men Files, a podcast where Inessa and Brian talk about the X-Men comics. He's reading them again as an adult, she's reading them for the first time. So grab your back issues out of their Mylar bags, let's talk about the greatest comic book series ever, the X-Men. Welcome back, I'm Brian.
1: And I'm Inessa.
0: The giggle-free Inessa. What did I do to you?
1: I'm a serious Inessa today because I am, I'm wearing Holy. makeup today. So I'm um, trying to look, you
0: know. It's it's a podcast, fitting, fitting so no one can really tell whether you're wearing makeup.
1: <laughs> I look amazing.
0: It looks okay. <laughs>
1: want you all to know that I look amazing. <laughs> my 15 year old daughter did my makeup, and it looks amazing.
0: Okay, well, great, great. I will I will not uh, contravene that. What what are we here to do?
1: <laughs> uh, we're here to talk about the X Men.
0: <laughs> this is the X Men files, mm-hmm. and Where we, talk we about the X-Men yeah. And uh, so, um, how do you want to how do you want to do this? Um, I I just say that we leap right in. Let's. Actually, let's leap right in with some commentary about the cover. The cover. We we talked about uh, Madeline's outfit last week, and it wasn't the first time, but now that we're here, we're we're finally at this particular outfit, let's have me continue to talk while you pull up the issue, which couldn't possibly have been done before we started recording, and then we will look at the cover and talk about it.
1: The cover is...
0: The cover of issue 239, yes. which is what we're talking about. Try not to uh, put that on the ottoman. Um, the ottoman, which is a very key element of our recording technology.
1: Yeah. Um, that's weird, because actually, having said that, I had not actually... Sometimes I don't do, like, a careful job of, like, looking at the art. Okay. Um, and so sometimes I don't carefully look at the cover. Like, I knew that uh, Mr. Sinister was... Uh, was on the cover, but if you had asked me who else was on the cover, I would not it would not have been. You on would the cover. not have said I we have
0: not. Madeline Pryor um on her knees. <laughs> She's not quite on all fours because uh, two of those fours are holding Havoc's head. He looks dead or dying and she looks Naked. Maybe horny.
1: <laughs> I mean, how do you not look horny in that costume? <laughs> um
0: I think it's possible, but but, but, but you, you've got a good point. Yeah,
1: I mean, the only way you can not look horny in that costume is if you put like a like one yeah. of those uh, NFL like things that they wear for the football games the, <laughs> over it.
0: The NFL, yeah, things. like when it's
1: cold, they wear those like those like, you
0: <laughs> oh, know, those, those, like the,
1: the blanket things that they yeah, like, they put I know, them in what, I know exactly they, what you're talking about. I don't about. think they have sleeves; yeah, they're yeah, just yeah, like yeah, these big, yeah, blocky. these weird,
0: yeah, these weird kind of kind of uh, smoking jacket yeah. robe things that they have. Yeah. yeah. Um,
1: yeah no, the costume yeah. is. I mean, it's create. You never really think about exposing the bottom part of the breast when you think about things that show yeah. too much yeah. of the. Superheroes boob. Think have of like, super underbuits. Yeah, you yeah. always think about showing too much like top cleavage. Right. You know, this is right. a creative a creative take on tits.
0: So if you what you're saying is <laughs> we've already just dived dove wrote it right into that uh, e label. What you're saying is if you are a, a female telekinetic superhero, you're going to have. Like you have no need for a bra because your your breasts are always, <laughs> always going to be. I what's the word that I can use I mean, to? I mean every word that I that I have in my brain I'm not going to say. The only word I can gross. come up with
1: is perky, but that's
0: there we go. That's actually yeah. a great. What word. What are the other words? Uh, it, we'll talk about that maybe later. <laughs> but, I can't um,
1: think of any other words.
0: Okay, uh, the point is. <laughs> <laughs> the point is, we're, we're into this just a little bit, uh, and, and and we've already spent an, in, an inordinate amount of time talking about breasts. Breasts, yep. What is an inordinate amount of time for a breast conversation? I Half a minute, I, I mean, think, tops, right? No, I don't know. No? I mean, it depends on context. Context is everything.
1: Inordinate is a funny word. That's like it another is, one of those exactly. things where it's only in the yeah, negative, ordinate. like
0: right, yeah. right, right. I mean, it, you know, it, it, like if you're a plastic surgeon, I mean, you probably spend all day talking about breasts. You know, you'll, you'll get a little, a little sick of it, maybe. Although I don't know. Probably, I mean, I could spend all day talking about breasts. Work. Could you? I mean, sure. We should pick a day, <laughs> <Just laughs> designated Breast Day, and that's all that we'll talk about. Okay.
1: Our son will run away from home on that day.
0: Why I'm not saying we'll talk about it with our son. That's that's weird. I don't know why you you would go to that place. Um, I wasn't okay. thinking
1: about talking about them like in a sexy way. I was just thinking like talking. Neither about was breasts. I. Okay, well then I, we, why can't our son we, talk about breasts in a non-sexy because way? Because he'll run
0: away from home. You can't have it both ways. It can't be um, a, 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 a mature subject that we can talk about as grown-ups. And also, it is something shameful and and horrible that will cause our thirteen year old son to, to run away. I mean, from he's
1: shameful and horrible.
0: Okay, well, which is why I said we wouldn't have the breast conversation in front of him. And then suddenly, I'm the villain.
1: You are the villain. Okay, do you want to summarize this?
0: Uh, no, <laughs> uh, but here we go. Uh, Manhattan is is hot. It is very very hot. It is summer. And we are at the Empire State Building. There is a group of people from out of town. Uh, They've got a couple of little kids. And they are about to head up to the top of the Empire State Building in an elevator. Or are they? The elevator is actually some horrifying monster, which eats Eats all five of
1: them. And also the dad hates his children. That's confusing. Yeah, that was a little. I mean, was that like,
0: was an unnecessary dark detail. Yeah. There. Who,
1: who, who among us has not been a little bit irritated with our children? But I'm, I feel confident in saying that I have never had an equivalent thought to Junior should just should drop, drop dead, dead, or yeah, when they ask for ice cream, thinking that maybe I could just drown them in it.
0: Yeah. You know, I've yeah. had
1: some you know, impatient moments with our children. Yep. Yeah,
0: that's that's kind of fucked up. Yeah. Very yeah, weird. Junior, yeah. well, and the thing is, like, it's his own thoughts.
1: <clears throat> right.
0: So, <laughs> I've never had my own thoughts. I, I might lash out and angrily say something, like, I don't know what I would say. I mean, I, I, I'm not a perfect parent. No, no, and, and I've said things yeah. like, you know, shut up or something, <laughs> you know, and, and that stuff out loud. Right. But, like, like the interior, like that's, that's when I'm going to say...
1: Why'd you say that right. That was a stupid thing to say. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah like, exactly. Nice or anything terrible. That's dad, where, yeah, that's patient. where I'm not going
0: to yeah. say. Or, or if like, like, oh my gosh, you know, this person is dead. Which i would never think. I've never thought. I'd immediately say, like, holy shit, what's wrong with me? <laughs> I need to. Yeah. I, I need to leave the room for five minutes and collect myself.
1: Yeah. No, I agree with you. Okay. Okay. So
0: uh, we get a little bit of um, uh, homage to The Shining with the blood dripping out of the elevator. Yeah. And we've got the janitor. Uh, cleaning the floor, oblivious yeah. to the massive, bloody carnage that has just happened. Because he's got a Sony Walkman or or equivalent.
1: Yeah, no, that whole thing is like, it's, it's hurting. Daddy, something's got me. <laughs>
0: oh, God, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for the love of heaven, have mercy. Very yeah. dark. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, super violent, super crazy.
1: Yeah. Then...
0: Another place another day, another man, Mr... Sinister, yeah,
1: which funnily uh, uh, Powell pointed out that it that it rhymed, which yeah. I never
0: yeah.
1: it doesn't sound like I don't I never think of that as rhymy. So now every time <laughs> I read it, I I think Mister Sinister,
0: Mister Sinister, Mister yes. Sinister, and who is Mister Sinister? Who is he? Who is he?
1: He's a baddie.
0: Yes, he is and... with uh, uh, the the uh, the diamond symbol from a deck of cards on his forehead.
1: Yeah, and I don't remember much else about him.
0: Cultural appropriation, by the way. So good. Anyway, <laughs> what on. kind
1: of cultural appropriation is that?
0: Uh, you know what I mean. Um, I don't. I, mean, I don't okay, know. Yeah, there, there, yeah. Was, there was those <laughs> okay. mission. He's not culturally appropriating anything. <laughs> no. um, right. uh, some people decorate their foreheads, and this is not that. That's
1: some more okay. of a Charles Manson That's looking thing dumb there. remark
0: on my dumb remark on my part. That's fine.
1: All right. Okay. So yeah, he's got his weird throne that looks like kind of a squid. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And he—he he, we've seen him.
0: I want to say we've seen him maybe just once or twice. He has been this shadowy figure in the background for, in comic book time, in terms of release date of the comic books, right. years. Years, right? Yeah,
1: but he wasn't the one that came out. Was he the one that came out of the thing? Maybe, maybe it was depends on what,
0: you, on which thing you're referring. To. Like
1: the when the egg? No. Loaf of bread? No go on name another thing um like when madeline was alone downstairs the rest of the x-men had no. left and like it was that demon sim came that out. was sim was he working on behalf of mr sinister sister
0: sinister sinister sinister, sinister. um let's read on and find out i start so, calling
1: my sister sister sinister okay yeah that's hard to say yeah
0: sister sinister Right.
1: Mr. Sinister is here a He has a lot mad. to say yeah.
0: uh, in this room by himself with uh, these sort of like Matrix uh, TVs uh, to the side. There's all these um, glass, I think glass figurines. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't recall what the... Ba-ba-bum. He's mad that Oh, oh he's X-Men pissed men off about the X-Men. Yeah, yeah. He,
1: was, he thought, you know, they were a worthy foe and uh, he wanted to yeah, kill the X-Men them X-Men are dead. his own self. Exactly. Yeah.
0: So he wants to raise them from the dead and then kill them again. Right. And then we meet again. I feel again. cheated and somehow diminished
1: yeah we meet malice who is oh we no, don't
0: meet malice we we, we've again. already met malice yeah. malice is back
1: answers my question from last week of what happened to uh to Lerna Lerna Dane. Dane. yeah yes i'm
0: that. very happy yeah
1: mine mine melded with uh with malice
0: exactly yeah because malice used to be a shapeless formless necklace <laughs> malice now has a corporeal form
1: right a shapeless formless necklace yeah, weird even by comic book standards.
0: A uh, little bit. I've got, I, I can I can double up on this. Rather not double up. I can I can eclipse that. There's a movie I, I can't remember what the name of it was. Um, oh god. Uh, Sarah Michelle Geller was in it, and it came out like in 1999. Um, uh, Patricia Clark I think was also in it. Um, no one has seen this movie, but I saw it in a theater in '99. I was seeing a lot of fucking movies that mm-hmm. year.
1: Sarah Michelle Geller have like a tiki statue. <laughs> It's a kind of evil no, spirit inside no. of it. No.
0: Okay. No. There's a magic crab. <laughs> There's a magic crab. I am going to look up the name of that movie while you explain what happens between Malice and Mr. Sinister. Uh
1: Malice is pissed off that she is now like uh welded to the to the form of Lorna Dane. And, and he says,
0: "Hey, you used to be a necklace." <laughs> <laughs> <And> <laughs> thought
1: I thought I was doing you a solid you here. You can still do whatever you want. Uh she decides that she's or no, he says, Shut up, don't you dare question me, and then she tries to like attack him, and then he suspends her in uh in in this energy field of of agony, and uh and then convinces her that actually his way is better, and she agrees because he flatters her.
0: Yeah. 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 Uh the name of the film with Sarah Michelle Geller and uh, oh gosh, who was the dude? Yeah, Sean Patrick Flannery. I thought he'd done some other stuff. Um is simply irresistible. In 1999... Yeah, there is... Uh, yes. <laughs> after Quick interlude here. Because this is a, a, a more batshit... It's
1: already been not quick. But. ...premise
0: than... Uh, <laughs> after her mother's death, mediocre chef... Mediocre chef Amanda Shelton is having trouble attracting customers to her family's restaurant. While shopping for ingredients, she is given a magical crab... <laughs> mysterious gene o'reilly um yeah i I mean i've never given people crabs but uh if i did i'm sure sure they wouldn't think of it as magic (laughs) until they disappear
1: all right so after that mr sinister goes on this sort of like uh walk down memory or kind of imagined lane uh picking up and breaking each one of these cool little uh glass figurines and then um,
0: and then dazzler yeah
1: and, and for each one of them, he sort of flashes back or forwards. I'm not actually sure if he's flashing back or forwards or sort of in real time.
0: Um, He's just, just sort of talking, I think. Um, you're on page seven?
1: I'm on the splash page.
0: Page what? eight. Page eight. Oh, page eight. This is, this is now. This is not a flashback.
1: But like as he talks, it's like he picks up. Jean Grey, okay, then he picks up Dazzler, and then yeah. we cut to Dazzler, we tell a little story, then he picks up somebody else, then we cut to her and tell a little to them. Yeah, but this is yeah. all all happening.
0: Contemporaneously. Let's talk about that splash page. Yes. There's Dazzler, dressed to um I don't know, Dazzle. Yeah, she's dressed to Dazzle.
1: She's wearing a dress with a peplum.
0: You're gonna to have to tell me what that is. The
1: peplum is the little thing around the middle of her dress, like that little double ruffle.
0: A peplum? That's what it's called. You're making that up. No.
1: Peplum? Yep. Okay, cool. And uh very stylish in the uh you know, late late eighties when this was written. Yeah. And uh weirdly at least as of not that long ago, having like a, a weird little resurgence of okay. the peplum among huh. you know, not women my age that wore the peplum the first time around okay
0: so the peplum is coming back peplum
1: is either is or was coming back maybe that's we'll have to ask our
0: teenager that um that passed me by
1: yeah peplum it's a weird word
0: yeah, so there is, of this being Australian and being a bar, uh, people are beating the shit out of each other in the bar until <laughs> so just wailing on each other. <laughs>
1: That's what every bar in Australia is like. Exactly. 100% so of like, the time. <laughs> it's
0: like a roadhouse 24 yeah. 7 in Australia, especially in the outback. Uh, but she walks in and. Uh, in a positive way, it silences the crowd. It's not yes. like that scene in the Blues Brothers where they, they, uh, the 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 frat boys all go to the African American bar <laughs> and it goes like dead silent. It's <laughs> the opposite of that. Yeah. Um, and then she decides to sing. Uh, I quibble with uh, Chris Claremont here. He usually just doesn't say what songs she's singing. Right. It's just. Um, you know, whether it be uh, uh, country, rock and roll, or punk, Dazzler could sing it all. Uh, here, he yes. actually name checks yeah. an actual Tina, song, Tina Turner. Yeah, um, on behalf of Miss Turner, yeah. God rest her soul. Um, easy, fella <laughs> puts Tina Turner to yeah, shame. It's hard
1: to put Tina Turner to shame with that, with that song. Yeah.
0: Let me let me tell you, bucko. <laughs> okay, but yeah, I mean, I'll. Sings- I'll 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 allow it. Yeah, she yeah.
1: sings the song. She makes out with Longshot a little bit, and then at the very yeah. end, uh, Mister Sinister uh, snaps her little glass figurine, which seems to only enrage him further, but not have any actual. It's not like a voodoo doll or something where it has any actual impact on her in real yeah. time.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, Uh, uh focus to Havoc, who is jogging and wrestling with his conscience about whether he is or ought to feel guilty about uh, having murdered people. Right,
1: that's Wolverine's thing. Uh, And then, like, then I was also, again, confused, because does Madeline actually appear in real life, or is he having, like, a vision? Yeah, she appears. She appears in real life. Where did she come from?
0: Dazzler and Longshot are riding by on the motorcycle, and she's bedazzling... (laughs) the 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 area, so all sorts of light and whatnot, which is why he did not notice her approaching him. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah.
1: Fair. So they have this little sort of a handholdy flirtation thing yeah. here. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I continue to be creeped out by this. Um, it gets
1: way creepier here in a few pages.
0: Like when they fuck? <laughs>
1: yeah. Way creepier.
0: Oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> this, page, uh, page 12, is uh... Like, enough, where he's like, so, you know, I almost, uh, I almost murdered my wife because they, they're married, Alex and Lorna. I can't, I can't recall if they're married or mm-hmm. not. I, I think they're not married. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were just living in sin in uh, New Mexico. Um, everybody's sinful in New Mexico, though, really, if you get down to it. Uh, even Carry Breaking on. Bad Country. And, yeah. uh George O'Keeffe, all those, uh, you know. Yeah, vagina painting. Sinful, sinful Sinners, paintings. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, The human, uh, uh, rather, the female body is sinful. So, um, yeah, so, um, but she's married to his brother, and it's like, eh, you know, my husband's gone, your girlfriend's gone. Well, what do you say, yeah, Soler? Yeah. What say you? I mean, like, I'm not saying you're not hot, but you bore my brother's child, and eh, no, just <laughs> no, this isn't the Old Testament. We can't. <laughs> I I don't want to show up on like Jerry Springer having to explain all of this to anyone.
1: It did happen in the Old Testament.
0: Oh god, not just it happened, it was a rule. Yeah. That's just why I'm never going to be Jewish. I can't. I mean, we don't I can't read that thing with a straight face.
1: I mean, it was there was a per, like I don't want to get into a whole Talmudic thing about Okay, that. so
0: now Inessa is going to defend the practice of marrying your brothers widow
1: because there was a whole system, like, otherwise that family was destitute. I yep. mean, I'm not saying that it's like something that we should all strive for or whatever. But in that time, it yep. made perfect sense because it was keeping the family together. And otherwise, yep. that woman couldn't, because women couldn't do anything, which also, like, it's not great. I'm not <laughs> saying. That,
0: so what you're saying is two wrongs make a right.
1: Given the reality on the ground at that moment It, to them, seemed like a better solution than, you know, allowing women to own land. I'm not sure how much, like, sexual Congress. I mean, they they don't really go into a lot of detail. Uh, I'm not sure if you're supposed to. Possibly not. It may
0: have been just uh, an arrangement of convenience. Unlike the other thing that that I know, I'd like to see if you will defend, um, marrying your first cousins like the Habsburgs did.
1: You know, marrying your first
0: cousin, dynastic uh, arrangements in in european royal families are, are you okay with that as well
1: no, i mean i think science says no
0: <laughs> i actually um i'm going to say look this at
1: those, look at those chins
0: science actually is like and by the way i have no urge in case they're listening my first cousins <laughs> no urge <laughs> to marry you guys um i, I want to say like like genetically it. Like, it's not a good idea, but it's not as horrifying as you might think. Right?
1: Yeah. I mean, I believe yeah, that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's like you get kind of like a, yeah, it's like a one in ten, one in twenty chance. Yeah. Need. I mean,
1: mar- I think marrying yeah. your second cousins is like you're it's pretty much in the bad. clear genetically. Exactly. I mean, yeah, yeah. Like it's culturally, it's Ew. gross, but in terms and to my of second cousins, like...
0: if you're listening, uh, not not interested in that either. <laughs>
1: um. Okay.
0: Yeah. Alright, so le- leaving leaving incest and quasi-incest.
1: <laughs> yeah, Storm is looking at, uh, at the at that computer module thing, kind of going through a retrospective of oh. her costumes, yes. looks like. And then she sees... I
0: thought that was her cosplaying the village people.
1: <laughs> and then she Lame. sees Jean Grey, and she's confused because she thinks that it's... Maybe it's not an image from the past. I don't know.
0: Oh, no, no. Uh, She thinks that that it's the here and now. That's why she's pissed off.
1: Right, exactly. So she goes looking for Wolverine, catches him. She's super pissed because she finds out that he actually had scented Jean Grey uh, some issues back. Uh, He's apologetic because he wasn't sure if he was maybe losing his mind. Uh, They have this touching moment in the rain.
0: I'm not sure how she knows that he knew. I'm not fully clear on she that.
1: She knows <laughs> that he knew because she says Gene Grey is alive! exclamation point exclamation point and he says, "Yes." Oh, that's how but, I figured. But she bit, like, knew she's that he knew. she's
0: pissed before he says, "Yes."
1: I don't I think she's not pissed. I think she's just like emotional.
0: I don't know, man. Maybe not. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. We'll we'll skip past that. Okay.
1: So then we're back to uh Mr. Sinister. You're on page yeah. 16? Yeah. Okay. He's am I on page 16? Yeah.
0: Yeah, and there's a, there's a back and forth between Storm and Wolverine.
1: Now he's talking about uh Psylocke. Yes. <clears throat> and then we flash forward to this sort of fake fight like f- training, I guess, training then, like fight. training fight yeah. between her and Rogue, who's actually also Carol Danvers. Spoiler. Yeah. Why is that a spoiler?
0: We don't know that until after their fight.
1: Oh, I thought that that was like forever. No. Oh, okay. No. Anyway, okay. <clears throat> well, anyway, they're fighting. Her and Rogue are fighting. They're fighting. They're fighting. And Ooh. then.
0: Sorry uh, to interrupt, but this is important. Uh, top right hand corner of page 16, we use the kind of southern uh, uh, dialect. This time, A H apostrophe M. This time, I'm going to ring your chimes for sure. Yeah. That's Rogue's voice. Carol Danvers does not talk like that oh yeah, yeah. i didn't yeah. no,
1: that's your i did notice that the first time i read yeah. it so she's they're fighting um rogue maybe goes a little too far yeah and uh psylocke sort of mind blasts the rogue right out of her <laughs> and uh yeah you know knocks her out and then carol danvers comes back
0: right yeah okay. yeah oh and also uh and i did not notice this at first but uh, having read jason powell on page 17 rogue's eyes change color color yeah yeah.
1: I just noticed that now, too. Yeah. Um, and then just for fun, Psylocke takes off her uh, yep. her superhero costume and underneath it, she's got like a nighty because, you know.
0: I mean, well, she says that the armor is really hot and sweaty. So what is she going to wear under there?
1: Yeah. I mean, that lace feels like it would be really like rubby. You know. I don't
0: I don't wear lace so I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't know I mean if I like... was
1: gonna wear a superhero costume I'd wear like a sports bra sports bra or something <laughs> yeah, exactly. underneath it, you know, <laughs> you'd, Keep everything in place. You'd, you'd make
0: a me. a short trip to Lululemon <laughs> and or you know, and you'd you'd sort things out. But uh, eh, whatever. It was the eighties. So uh um, yeah. yeah.
1: I was also confused by the very last panel here because it was when like, she touches. She touches sidewalk? her. Yeah. yeah,
0: I was too. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. I thought something was going to happen yeah. there, but no.
1: So now we're back with Alex Summers, and you know he's he's reminiscing. He's laying out in the sun. Uh, Madeline yeah, shows up. Yeah, speaking of
0: uh, you know revealing clothing, boy, oh boy, yeah. this is wall to wall things. Wall to
1: wall. Yeah, this uh, this whole issue that's actually I didn't that didn't occur to me until after I'd read the Powell, but this yeah. like whole issue has like a sexual innuendo
0: and sex and sex not just innuendo <laughs> not
1: just innuendo i <laughs>
0: mean you know this this issue Fox. <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs>
0: um
1: yeah so they yeah i mean she shows up and like pretty much like you know, sort of kind of seduces him
0: oh yeah, yeah like, once again her appears, idea. appears yeah. in front of a blinding light
1: yeah
0: um uh, yeah
1: talks him and he sort of like follows tardy, her. Should I, should dress. I? Wait. She's like, Oh, you know, I guess you know, my mistake, you know, so sorry. And then she like walks into this bedroom room which is right there and he's like, yeah, right. oh, wait, hold yeah, on. Yeah. And then he
0: um chases her. We're skipping right past page twenty in the middle when the picture of he and Lorna, he's started and falls out of his chair, knocking over uh, the picture yeah. of the two of them yeah, and yeah. the glass yeah. crashes. Yeah. Uh metaphorically signifying, suggesting the end of that relationship, the beginning of another relationship that, you know, might last, you know, twenty twenty 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, yep. and uh, off they go. Off they go. Off Into they the go. Into and, the dark. Yep.
1: And then we're back with Mr. Sinister. There's a baby, which is, is it their baby?
0: Scott's baby. Scott's baby. I'm um, pre- oh, I, I, I don't know that 100%. And, um, uh, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I do. Yeah, yes. No, because he says he yeah. says so. Yeah.
1: And then, uh, when they're done with whatever they're doing, uh, uh, Madeline wakes up,
0: whatever they're doing, whatever they're doing, whatever that might've been. <laughs> <laughs> Can't tell.
1: Yeah. Uh, she now, Mr. Sinister is sort of morphing back and forth into this like weird kind of goat creature. No, he's not. He's not morphing back and forth. That is a
0: different goat creature about which I will have more to say. Okay. In a moment.
1: Oh, okay. He's not morphing back and forth. Sorry. That's okay. She wakes up and um, is, if you don't, showing her her true kind of evil self. Yeah. That she is, uh, she she Skypes this wolf creature and then at the end she says that she uh, wants her son back. Now she's wearing all black. Yeah. So that makes her a baddie.
0: Yeah, the goat creature is uh, a demon called Nastir.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah so she wants her son back.
1: Uh, she does. Madeline
0: which... wants her son back. She's not alone. I've got, uh, I've got some, some background for you if you want. Yeah, I do. Um, I'll do this very, very quickly. I've not read all of the other titles that are feeding into this, but I've read a couple. You okay? Okay. <laughs> Your ear's popping? No, my jaw's doing We're this. We're actually click. recording this on, on an airplane. <laughs> People need to know that. We're at 30,000 feet. Yeah,
1: <laughs> Yeah, this weird clicky thing but my ear is doing. Uh, okay. My jaw is clicking. Sorry about that. That's
0: okay. So I read a couple of issues of X-Factor, and there is another series called The Exterminators. <laughs> read... About bedbugs? No.
1: Giant, mutant bedbugs? Uh,
0: I'm sure that there are mutant bedbugs somewhere in the Marvel <laughs> Comic Universe, Should or be. MCU for short. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um hmm Yes, I read those two, uh, and and The Exterminators is a four-issue limited series. I've read three of those issues. New Mutants are going to play into that as well. I need to read that. And I've read uh, a couple of issues of Mm X-Factor. So, Nastir features prominently thus far in Exterminators. He and a horde of demon minions are scouring Greater New York for small mutant babies, uh... Nastir wants them for a weird demonic thing. All of his demon minions want to eat the children,
1: of which there are many small mutant babies.
0: Uh, there are enough, enough, and enough. The important thing about yeah, the important thing about the minions wanting to eat the babies is this is a runner through so far three issues of the Exterminators, where we're hungry. Can we just eat one baby? <laughs> Nope, I need them all, and um, you know once I'm done, then you can then you, you can feed the babies. Yes, once and uh, you know maybe uh, uh, they all call him Master, and it's like oh maybe Master won't miss the, just this one, <laughs> like this is a runner through, through all of that. Gross. In X Factor, Charles not Charles, um, uh, uh, Scott and Gene uh, are in Nebraska. Maybe getting that wrong. Where Scott. Was in an orphanage. They're looking for... They're also looking for Scott and Madeline's son.
1: The newly reanimated Jean?
0: The oldly reanimated Jean. She's been reanimated for quite some time
1: now. The oldly reanimated Jean.
0: Yeah, because we're... I can't remember which issue of X Factor we're in now, but uh, she was reanimated prior to X Factor. Uh, Hang on. Which episode of X Factor issue? Yeah, okay, fine. So, like, she's been alive in publication time... Little over three years.
1: No, oh, God, that's a long time. I didn't yeah. realize that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, X Factor issue number thirty-six, presuming that they were monthly, and I'm pretty sure that they were. Yeah.
1: So is is Madeline in this one? Is she just like, is she having sex with Scott just as like a final? Wait, wait, wait
0: with Scott or Alex? With Alex. Yeah.
1: As like a final sort of farewell.
0: I mean, I don't know that. We
1: yet, don't. Alex. We're not sure. Okay. Or yeah, yeah. Is like, yeah. Does she have like? Did she lay an egg inside of him or something?
0: At the moment, we're not sure. All that I'm reading into this is that she was horny, because <laughs> um, again, this, this issue fucks. No, it does. But I was just curious <laughs> yeah, if it was yeah. like
1: you know if or what do we think? What do we think that her the sex is like serving a, you know, it's like ser- moving her plot forward or is she yeah. just like this so, is the last thing I'm going to do before I become truly evil.
0: <laughs> so, um, in in classic therapist speak, what do you think?
1: I am going to go with the second thing, like as a yeah. goodbye to her old self.
0: Hmm. Okay.
1: But in comic book world, probably the first thing. There's probably some, you know, she's... There's probably some ulterior motive. Wait, wait, wait. What are are the two things? The first thing is that she's so that one of the
0: things is she was just she just just wanted to get laid. Okay,
1: there are three things. (laughs) Okay,
0: cool. So you're ruling out the just wants to get laid. I'm
1: ruling out the just wants to get laid. I think she's either like something in that. Yeah. I think she's either like there's some way that she's like emotionally or physically entrapping him somehow with the sex, or you know she's like is is a goodbye to her old self.
0: Okay. Okay, and you think that it is a goodbye to her old self?
1: I would like it to be a goodbye to her old self, but you know, yeah. that's what I, that's what I would hope that it was for some yeah. reason. But it's probably the middle thing,
0: which is she's entrapping him. Yeah, somehow entrapping some him. Okay, yeah. okay. Um, I I look forward to seeing what happens. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of this issue?
1: I thought it was good. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I like the little the little glass figurines, and um, you know, it feels very <clears> much like a like a setup a setup for something obviously oh, it is a setup I, for something yeah. yeah so it sort of feels like very much and you know like i like the beginning issues yeah. like that so yeah i don't i I liked it
0: um i did as well yeah. um the amount of table setting at it, it first it, it kind of bugged me but particularly when we went through the recap i thought actually i kind of dig this yeah, yeah. I, i'm gonna go ahead and say this and, and i'm channeling jason powell to a large degree but but it, it definitely tracks with having read it the elevation of the, I'll say, sort of, sort of the erotic sexual content, uh, suggests that we're we're moving in a different direction here.
1: Yeah. Well, and he also he mentioned in the book that like this was about the <clears throat> same time that like the the Comics Code relaxed some of their.
0: I, I, I I'm not sure about that. He may be on point. I don't know whether formally they did or not. The Comics Code was not a significant factor. I didn't get the sense that it was a very significant factor in the Maybe 80s.
1: not. I mean, I I didn't I get can any say sense that I'm just repeating what he said. Oh, no,
0: no, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah yeah, fine, fine. I I mean, I'm not arguing with you. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. And I'm not arguing at all. I'm offering a, a sort of a, a, offering a different <laughs> point of view. Yeah. Um, what I can say is is happening in the marketplace, the comics marketplace at that mm. time. There had always been adult I, 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 the word erotic is not quite the right word. Mm-hmm. Adult comics. I mean, yeah. ever since the late 60s... Well, I mean, the comics code was there because right. there were comics that were just particularly grisly and horror uh, and, and whatever. The late 60s, the counterculture had a bunch of comics like, like Robert Crumb uh, would have just, just very uh, sexual content. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of, kind of warped. In the 80s, you do have a, a, an interest... In you know commercial interest in attracting mature readers, right? Um, Howard Chaykin would be a great example of this. He had a series I never read it uh, called Black Kiss mm-hmm. that was just unashamedly <laughs> porn. Just um, uh, porn is, is, is maybe porn. not the right the right word. Uh, like like people had sex, <laughs> and and it was it was it, it was explicit, yeah. N- not necessarily. In a negative way, right. um, Chakin is a guy. he he's very capable of drawing people who are right. good looking. Yeah. Uh, all of his female characters were garter belts. Um, like American all women flag. Do all the time. yeah, well, you know, yeah you know, the eighties. Um, <laughs> American Flag is one of Chan's titles that I did read. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was not as explicit as Black Kiss which I've never read. Uh, but it was, it, it was, it was sexual yeah. in, in nature. Um, so Chakan would be one, but there are others which were put out by independent publishers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, e- even something like Cerebus would mm-hmm. be um, very much adult. Uh, not not as uh, kind of. Titillating, mm-hmm. as Chicken mm-hmm. would be, but emphatically adult. Mm-hmm. And so the independent comics were doing a lot of this stuff. DC and Marvel did respond to that. Mm-hmm. And they had some titles that were not released with the approved by the comics code yeah. seal. Mm-hmm. So I can say, irrespective of what was happening officially with the comics book code, mm-hmm. um, when I'm going to The Great Escape in Louisville, Kentucky, and I'm buying comics... There's like yeah. comics code stuff, and there's a whole lot of, a other, lot of shit. other stuff. Okay. Yeah.
1: Cool. Well, good. I'm glad to see. You know, glad to see. Looking forward to seeing more sex. <laughs> is what I'm saying.
0: Okay. Great.
1: I didn't. I'm not sure that that thought went where I wanted it to go. But okay. Anyway, yeah.
0: Well, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I, that's you, a useful explanation. You're no different than a lot of other people in that you enjoy watching people have sex. <laughs> Is that a fair sure. characterization of what anyway, you're saying? Yeah. Okay. You're looking forward to... On. I'm looking forward to the rest of this. Having read the background, or some of the background uh, titles, was useful. Uh, the Exterminators and X-Factor, these are both being written by Louise Simonson, Wheezy Simonson. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's Okay. The art in the Exterminators is not great; okay. uh, it, it kind of drags her writing down a little bit. Um, X Factor. She's got Walt Simonson, who is terrific. Her husband, Walt Simonson, yep. terrific artist. Um, but then when I get to the X Men, like those are sort of the the Emma's Bush before we get to the X Men right. and seeing Claremont uh, give us what will be um, uh, uh, i understand sort of the main narrative thread mm-hmm. but, okay this is great yeah mm-hmm. even though this is table setting for me there was a little bit of payoff yeah. in reading this issue
1: yeah yeah no it was a good it was a good issue yeah i liked it yep
0: all right anything else that we want to say about uh this particular issue
1: no i don't think so
0: okay, okay. i'm I'm stoked for uh, for the next one yep. uh it'll be st- two weeks strike the match
1: yep two weeks before we record again.
0: Right, because next week we're talking about... Well, not talking about. Next week we're going to be...
1: Some of us will be. Well, we'll, we'll all be well, watching we'll Bowl all, Bowl, yeah. we will
0: all. We'll all have a, a massive case of Super Bowl fever. <laughs> Speaking of which, because uh, the NFL made me think of this, I was updating some podcast, something or other, like Apple sent me a thing, and I did see a, a comment from a listener from like two, three years ago. I mentioned <laughs> this to you. Yeah. Who... I, I thought that I was going to talk about that. There is there was an episode where we were doing a bit about the NFL. The joke being that neither one of us watched at that time watched the NFL oh, if at only all. If
1: only we knew what the future held for us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. And so now we know everything about the NFL. So
0: we were doing a bit, which we understand. Right. We're like, I ask you questions, and like about. What you think of the teams that are playing in the Super Bowl, and you like fake an answer, you like BS an answer. And this person said, like, the male co host was was such a dick, husband of 17 years, yeah, was (laughs) mansplaining football to her. Oh, for fuck's sake, like, I I know that I can't mansplain what mansplaining is. (laughs) So, this person, we all know what mansplaining is. With that understood, honey, that wasn't mansplaining. I well, will show you, you mansplaining. Think, did you
1: think that that commenter was a was a woman?
0: Uh, fair question. Doesn't need Somehow to be. Somehow in my head, it was although, a it was a dude. Okay, I don't know why. It's not impossible for dudes to gripe about mansplaining, but more likely that they won't.
1: Hmm. I mean, the real allies, though. You know, the real no. I'm not saying the real that, virtue that, signalers I mean, might.
0: hundred percent. Yeah. 100%, yeah. But, um,
1: I put allies in quote.
0: I don't know. why I, yep. I didn't see you put in in question. I mean, I am now. I, I'm just saying, like, like from, if, if you're a Bayesian probability, <laughs> you know, if you're using, like, Bayesian inference, uh, there's more dudes who don't give a fuck about mansplaining than there are who are allies, air quotes or otherwise. Yeah. So the the odds are good that it that it's, wouldn't, not impossible that it was yeah. a dude who was uh, doing that.
1: Yeah, that comment was uh, was funny. We hope you're still listening.
0: I don't. Really? I don't know. I I hope you're still listening. Oh, and also, um, this person, male or female or otherwise, was pissed that I misidentified Mark Silvestri as Alan Silvestri. Lo siento. (laughs) Okay. Uh, And I thought, like, did I do it over and over again? But no, I just mentioned it by the by. So let me make something very clear.
1: I didn't mean sound like... to sound like a, 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 a <laughs> official. Are you going to get sorry. a lecture now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> sorry,
0: sorry. I, I, I started that off wrong. Um, let me share something. <laughs> I'm not amazing at names. He's really not. I have written a textbook about the programming language R. I am a frequent speaker, lecturer about that language and statistical methods. R... Oh, I, I also enjoy jazz. That will be important in a moment. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm going to see if I get this wrong as I'm saying it. <laughs> the programming language R was based on the language S, which was invented by John Chambers of IBM. There are many, many times when I'm talking about the history of this language and I refer to the language S invented by Paul Chambers, who is not a computer programmer, he is a bassist who played with Miles Davis. Mm. I have in the middle of a lecture <laughs> said, "Hang on, did I say Paul Chambers?" <laughs> I meant John, or back. or the opposite of that. <laughs> <laughs> so apologies to Mark and Alan Silvestri. Sorry, both you guys are Marvel. Ad- well, I was about to say Marvel adjacent. No, they're very much part of Marvel. Yep. Like Alan Silvestri does the music, and I am a great admirer of your work. And uh, thanks, guys. <laughs>
1: if you're both of you <laughs> if you're listening we and, thank they're you. not. <laughs> and they're not yeah yeah uh, all right what else have we seen
0: what what why don't you because I've just been rambling for about the past 15 minutes which is typically the case and sorry about that I don't mean to mansplainer no it's not even mansplaining it's just I don't know what term <laughs> umbrella term did you just
1: mansplain rambling to me <laughs> no I'm kidding, I'm kidding. The recording. oh my god oh, gosh we've been married um, for 17 years
0: yeah 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 um you should talk a little bit about the film that we saw last night.
1: Last night we went and saw without any spoilers. Oh, <laughs> yeah, shit. Okay,
0: last well, talk about it.
1: I'll try. Last night we went and saw Argyle, which was a movie that when 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 our family, the four of us, go to see a movie, we uh, we have a thumbs up. Thumbs down, thumb sideways system for the preview. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so when we saw the preview for Argyle, emphatic thumbs up for me. Yeah, uh, Brian and myself and our daughter gave a thumbs up, whereas the boy <clears throat> gave a definitive thumbs down.
0: Our daughter's thumbs up, at least seventy-five percent of that was it was, was cat was feline.
1: One hundred, I think related. it was more than that. I think it was one hundred percent feline based. Um, so we went with her, leaving the son at home to go see Argyle at yeah. the movie theater because uh, we like to go to the movies. And uh,
0: he stayed at home and watched the Snoop Dogg Bad News Bears movie, whatever the, <laughs> whatever the fuck awesome. that was. Yeah. It was pretty great. I mean, and it, a
1: Taco Bell because that was that was a win win. Yeah, I was <laughs> yeah. so proud of him. Yeah, um, yeah, Argyle, which was it's hard to talk about with no spoilers, but it was right. um, it was okay yeah it had a very cute and charming first half in my opinion i was with them for the first half i like bryce dallas howard
0: she's she's fabulous i like sam rockwell um
1: you know brian crant like i like a lot of the actors that are yeah i can't
0: really fault the cast
1: um no the cast was excellent but uh about halfway through it was a little bit on the like it was a, it had a lengthier running time, two and a half hours. Um, and I know that I 100% of the time complained that a movie was too long. <laughs> but um, it just lost its, I thought that it lost its way at about the halfway point a little bit. It just like, had too many, can I say that it had too many reversals?
0: Oh, sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 so it had yeah. like too
1: many reversals, too many like, mm-hmm. oh, but wait, you know, you hadn't considered this thing or like this, some other sort of like plot twist. And uh, it just didn't quite finish as strong as it, as it I think, thought that it did. And it wasn't quite as, I know you're going to say that it wasn't as funny as right. you wanted it to
0: can, be. Can I give my capsule review of, of that?
1: My daughter agreed, our daughter agreed with my take. And she probably would agree with whatever you said too, but yeah. Uh,
0: I describe it as dying is easy. Comedy (laughs) is hard. Matthew Vaughn is a director, director of an X-Men movie. Yep. Tying it back here. uh, And and my favorite of all of the cinematic X-Men, I did X-Men first class, which I I thought was terrific. Um, He is a great director of stylized uh, violence. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the the scene in Kingsman where Colin Firth murders <laughs> several hundred people that was that was fucking great yeah. I loved that whole scene uh, I love that movie uh, if I if I see it again I might find it a little bit trite and tedious but uh, the first time that I saw that I was like where can I see more of mm-hmm. this and he, he did layer cake which was great Stardust which was a semi-graphic novel yeah um so he's a director of who I still have faith in <clears throat> great at filming violence. <laughs> and,
1: yeah, and it was kind of a cool sort of stylistic looking. Yeah. looking thing. Yeah,
0: not yeah. enough for me though. No, no. Yeah.
1: Oh, and there also was a weird theatrical experience because there were like Multiple families with like pretty young kids, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, younger yeah. than our kids, yeah. like you know, like in the ten year old right. range. And I don't know, maybe if I saw the preview again, it would seem obvious to me that this was a movie that definitely needed. I don't think it was that bad. Ten year olds, or maybe it was just yeah. like one big group, like multi-family group of kids behind us, but they just had like really weird reactions to things, and so, they were loud. They were loud. Yeah. They were loud. That sort of took took yeah. us out of it, <laughs> particularly our <young> daughter. <laughs>
0: Okay, I might edit this out later. (laughs) The people people in the theater who who were loud, they were white. (laughs) Just saying.
1: (laughs) Why would they not be white? So, we'll t- no, that's the thing. We'll talk okay, about that theater. trope yeah. no, they later. Were, everybody I don't, want, was I don't
0: want anybody <laughs> listening to this. Oh, they probably thought that they were allowed because No, they
1: were they were white. It was <laughs> multiple were. I mean, if that matters, they were multiple <laughs> white families with white children <laughs> that were very whitely eating their candy loudly. Yes, exactly. And making so, a lot of weird comments and noise. Which
0: shows how much progress we've made as a nation. <laughs> that's
1: it. Okay, anyway. so,
0: um, speaking of how much progress we've made The other movie that I saw yesterday Because I saw that with you and our daughter oh, yeah. I also saw Malcolm X yesterday mm-hmm. Holy crap that movie was good It was so good It was amazing I could watch that movie again Right now All for, three and a half hours of I was it say For those <laughs> of you
1: counting, Brian spent about six hours yesterday Sitting inside of dark movie theaters yeah. But not yeah. eating popcorn the whole time
0: Well, I ate popcorn a little bit at the time. Yeah, and I had a sandwich. sandwich the the... First time. (laughs) Yeah, Um, Malcolm X is, I think, easily my favorite Spike Lee movie. Hmm. It it is almost uh, a a template for how a biopic should be done. Malcolm X. I I don't know chapter and verse about this guy's life. I know just the broad details. Right. I know loads more than I did. He changed a lot, right? His his early life and his later life, he was pulls apart. He went mm-hmm. through a lot of stages of development. Yeah, Spike Lee and Denzel Washington cover all of it. All of it in
1: oh, a mere three and a half hours. Well,
0: yeah. I mean, <laughs> they could have doubled the length of that, yeah. and it would have been it would have been uh, uh, a okay with me. They spend enough time with this person. There is consistency throughout. Mm-hmm. But we notice the changes. The
1: changes, right? In
0: very often on a biopic, what'll happen is it'll be episodic. You'll have like, okay, this thing happens, and then we're just going to like lurch through. forward, right? Yeah. Um, this didn't do that. Mm-hmm. There was just a slow progression mm-hmm. that felt well. A Real, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it, and it is. Yeah, it is no, I mean, because it is trying yeah. to document this person's life. Very often, what the, what you'll do is get these kind of stations of the cross thing, where we have like ten key, key moments, moments in a person's life, and yeah. we, but but this instead was just a continuum from start to finish. That's before we even get into his deft handling of the times in which Malcolm X lived. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and those times in America and connecting them to, at the, you know, present day uh, it came out in like 92, 93. Mm-hmm. It, it opens mm-hmm. it, it opens with a speech by Malcolm X read by uh, uh, performed by Denzel Washington with footage of the Rodney King beating. Mm-hmm. Um, all of it fits. <laughs> all of it connects. All of it hangs together
1: you had never seen it before right it wasn't No, like you saw it no. as a kid but then yeah No 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 like, like it came out I was
0: here. in college and it just passed you by yeah um, yeah like I, I was definitely in the conversation mm-hmm. that year I know that a lot of people were talking about it but um I I didn't I didn't see it I'd seen right. most of his most of Spike Lee's work up until then maybe the runtime w- w- was just something that that I, with put your me college off college drinking schedule But yeah, uh, yeah okay um <laughs> But that movie, Malcolm X, put it in a fucking museum. Hmm. One of the best things I've seen in years.
1: Maybe one day when you're out of town, I will invest three and a half hours.
0: Why don't we, I mean, look, we could watch it together. I'd love to watch it again and again and again.
1: We could. Um, The other movie that we saw this week, we actually saw two.
0: Oh, you, yeah. Me. You saw Mean Girls.
1: I saw Mean Girls. That yes. wasn't even what I was going to talk about.
0: What do you want? Oh, oh on uh, Friday.
1: Yeah. And then last... Or did we talk about... We must have talked about Memento already.
0: I think so. Last yeah. week,
1: yeah. So I saw Mean Girls, the new Mean Girls, with yep. our daughter, because apparently that's what we do, is go to the movies. That's like, now our new family, like, our thing. We're very yeah. uh, proactive about I've it. I've got recently, thoughts about that. Delightful. But, uh, yeah. delightful. Um, yeah. New Mean Girls was fine. It was good. It was not... It was like a... Yeah. a, a Relative. I mean, it, they modernized it a little bit. They cut a couple songs yeah. that I liked. Uh, I sort of see why they did it um, for some of them. I think some of it was just like the running time. Uh... <laughs> if Vanessa's
0: going to be happy with the movie, <laughs> it can't be, be too long. It's Got to be under two. It can't hours, be too long. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, yeah. No, I, I thought it was actually pretty good. Like it. it That's Was, cool. was yeah, pretty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It had a yeah. lot of fidelity to the to the um, yeah. to the original to the stage production. Yeah. Um,
0: Musicals are not my thing. I I noticed that I had seen five movies in a theater in January. Like fuck, five movies! And I, I I had trouble naming them all. I had forgotten that I saw Wonka.
1: <laughs> Our so, daughter has not forgotten movie musicals. That you saw uh, yeah, Wonka, I
0: imagine, yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine. No,
1: it was it was good. It was true. I mean, they they modernized it. They they I think worked in like social media, which was a thing that didn't exist, uh, you know, in, during the original Mean Girls in a very I thought effective way. Uh, it didn't have a lot of like annoying cultural uh, lectures which is something that i'm like super sensitive to yeah. in in movies uh <clears throat> daughter liked it uh you know i, I didn't have any you know it's like it might not change my life i've already seen mean girls now one two three
0: i've seen <laughs> several times yeah, yeah. i've seen the, in the various incarnations broadway touring
1: yeah. performance um i will say again that my favorite performance was that the of mean high school? girls was yeah. the jordan high school performance last Great, spring was amazing it was the first time yeah. i'd seen it um and honestly is still my favorite and then i saw the old movie and now this movie and uh uh it's funny cuz i was talking with my with my sister about whether her daughter had seen that and she said you know i don't think she's seen it i don't think my sister's seen it so i think she was like no i don't want to introduce any of that like girl drama stuff but i actually think mean girls in the end has like a lot of pretty positive conversational points that you can have with your daughter or children or whatever. Um, You know, it it doesn't kind of leave me feeling uh, sad about girl friendships or demoralized or whatever. So yeah, Mean Girls. And the other movie that we saw was Dumb Money. Which was pretty good. Which was pretty good.
0: Yeah.
1: I kind of love Pete Davidson. It's hard. I just have a hard time. I find him very likable. Yeah. 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 He never really seems like he's acting. And like, we all know someone... Like yeah. him that we went to high school with. Yeah. But, like, he's also. Seems like a decent guy. Probably in real life, yeah. you know. You know. In some ways, maybe a little smarter If I'm making than he plans seems. with the yeah. guy,
0: I'm not going to expect him to show up on time, but, you
1: know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was. Yeah. I, probably I did loads that.
0: of fun once he gets there.
1: There are still <clears> some <throat> points of that story that I don't 100% per- like. I have to understand. Better, especially. I will like,
0: renew my offer to explain all of it.
1: <clears throat> I mean, I understand all of the market stuff. I don't a hundred percent understand like the how Robinhood helped to facilitate that. Like, I understand that they help people to very easily and quickly, in an almost gamified way, purchase stock. But then when, Robinhood
0: helped because they had commission-free trading.
1: Right. No, I get that. But well,
0: but that's that's it.
1: No, but but then like how they played into like then how they were they cut off the trading. Because they were actually serving as a, like, they were letting yeah. people, they were lending people money to, right? Like, there was a, then when they needed to, like, do the market call, they didn't have the money. You're shaking your head.
0: I'm shaking my head because uh, here's the deal with Robin Hood. And, and they asked, or one of the deals with Robin Hood. When they asked in the films, so the commission for trading how do you make money?
1: Right. How, what did he say?
0: He tapped dance around, tap danced around and the And how answer. did they make money? They made money by informing institutional investors what trades people were making. Oh, okay.
1: That was not clear from the movie. Was yes. it clear to you from the movie, or do you? It just was know clear
0: that? to me from me knowing that. Okay,
1: so it was clear to you because like, I got mean, the I,
0: movie.
1: I'm not like actually the movie... a complete moron when it comes to capital market stuff. It was not clear not to suggesting me from, that yeah, 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 yeah. from the movie. Uh, yeah, not yeah, clear.
0: No. Yeah. the um, uh, the movie I think pulled its punches a little bit yeah. on on Robin Hood. Um, the critical Robin Hood. Uh we well, you know the movie yeah. was for sure critical but, for but Robin Hood, yeah. the specifics of, of why were were a little bit murky. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah, it was it was pretty good. I mean, I, I had read just earlier that day I had come upon in like a Substack feed mm-hmm. someone commenting that it that it was a sort of an a little bit irvin i think the word that he used was irresponsible because yeah. it was like, you know, um that the, the it did not address how many people lost money in that whole debacle
0: no yeah yeah so the david and goliath element of that did, didn't quite work um i understand we're I, I i'm i'm with them kind of emotionally yeah, yeah no i mean yeah yeah, yeah. i mean it was, um,
1: it's that makes a this this format makes a better movie i'm not sure that you know i'm not sure that it's i mean the movie is not really acting as, like, a moral actor. It's telling a story about a thing that happened. So is that movie going to inspire someone who has negative $137 to, you know, pick... To invest, yeah, To yeah. invest in a single stock. I mean, that that's yeah. a very foolish thing to do under all circumstances.
0: You're saying the movie is not a moral actor or the, the movie has a moral point of view, which is that the system is rigged. Yes. The, the people who are wealthy get wealthier. Uh, and... There are those who will say that uh, the equity markets are available, capital markets are available to enable wealth for all Americans. The reality is quite different.
1: Right, right. But the movie was not intending to be like a cautionary tale about... Um, <clears throat> corruption betrayal which is a line from mean girls about uh, about mo- what happens you know the negative things that can happen if you would, like that's a no. different that's not no, no, the movie no, no, that no. they set out to make and so it's fine that that wasn't the movie the movie
0: exactly right it, 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 that would just be so financial markets are not things that most people spend a lot of time thinking about and saying the movie has a point of view <laughs> which is critical of large investors, particularly hedge funds, uh, and wants to celebrate those people who were briefly able to kind of stick it to the billionaires. They don't want to have the asterisk of saying...
1: But actually, the, yeah. Don't, get, do the yeah. Yeah, don't yeah. get the idea. Don't get... Well...
0: Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I'm going to push back yeah. on that, but the movie is not going to say don't get the idea that you can start a YouTube channel right. and inflate the value of the stock right right
1: exactly, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's not the movie that they set out to make, and I think that's fine, but I think that that was what this reviewer specifically was bothered by,
0: probably writes for uh, what, like National review or some show,
1: no, like a real communist communist guy, oh okay, fine
0: um um every day r- rather, what do we describe uh the people? Um, like retail investors, like like you and me type investors, they're going to get it from both sides. The communists just hate the existence of capital markets. Full stop. Right. Uh, the right wing people are going to presume they're the fucking elitists. By the way, the right wing people in the capital markets, they're going to assume, um, look, you need to speak to a financial advisor. It's okay, sweetheart. I'm not going to. You know, you, you you don't worry about a thing. They're the fucking elitists who are going to say like, I can't believe that this movie celebrates people investing in equity markets. Yeah, no, I disagree yeah. with that as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is. Yeah. It, 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 I don't want to get into this too deeply, but but I am I am like everybody's worst nightmare. I am an egalitarian liberal who loves financial markets. Right. I'm going to piss off everybody <laughs> because the, the people on the right can't stand me because I want to make it more accessible and more democratic. Right. People on the left can't stand me because they corporation is not actually a person it's a legal expediency you motherfucker right <laughs> right they're just driving up the stock price yes they should there's some utility in that right. so i'm everybody's worst nightmare uh, especially i am i am a left i'm your worst nightmare <laughs> you're Jesus. my best nightmare. all right Aww. anyway uh we need more left-wing people who are uh interested in capital markets yeah. Yeah, I have um,
1: I have more to say about that off the uh, off the air. Okay. Oh boy. Okay. <laughs> no, well, I mean nothing we'll nothing, nothing, nothing. We'll do that. We'll do that
0: next week. Our now 2 weeks from today our shocking exposé in the <laughs> the politics of high finance.
1: <laughs> Thanks for listening.
0: Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the X-Men Files.